Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Like we always do about this time. <laughs> I was going to rip his heart out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and vicious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody as ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from their claw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast, episode number 10, our first podcast in 2020. Happy New Year, everyone. Hope you guys had a great uh, beginning to the new year, and uh, we're looking for great things in 2020, man, and just want to wish you guys a, a prosperous new year and hope everything is going well in the new year. Um, like I mentioned, this is the Hugs Beat Podcast. I'm your host, E-Dub. If you stumbled onto the show, I appreciate you. And uh, don't matter how you get here, all that matters is that you're here. <laughs> so um, before we get into uh, what we have going on today, I just want to give you guys a little bit of the housekeeping, something that we do before every episode. And um, a big part of what we do is on social media. So we want you to subscribe to our social media platforms on Instagram and Twitter, our our handle is at HawksBeat. So make sure you go on Twitter and Instagram. I know you probably got a window open right now. So go ahead and find us on Twitter and Instagram and hit that follow button. Um, we're also on Facebook for the Facebookers. So just search the HawksBeat. You'll find our page and hit the like button on that page. And you'll see the stuff that we post there. Last but not least... We're on YouTube, so make sure you subscribe to our YouTube page. We just put up some content this morning, and when I say this morning, I say around 3 o'clock a.m. this morning, (laughs) some video from Vince Carter. Vince Carter recently became the first player in NBA history to play in four different decades. Um, I don't imagine that that record is going to be broken anytime soon, but... We have that full interview up right now on our YouTube page exclusively. You're not going to find that interview uh, in many places, but we have it. So make sure you subscribe to our YouTube page. We appreciate that. And just connect with us, man. Tweet with us. We live tweet all the home games, and uh, we try to get as many of the away games as possible. Locker room stuff, Lloyd Pierce press conferences. We all have that on uh, all of our social media platforms. So the hub for everything that we do is at thehawksbeat.com. Let me say that one more time. Thehawksbeat.com. So make sure you check out the website as well. We appreciate you guys. And uh, let's go ahead and get into this thing. Let's get it popping. All right, folks. We are back here at the Hawksbeat Podcast, episode 10. I'm your host, E-Dub. 
First things first, man. Uh, Hawks get the dub last night, man. Take out the Indiana Pacers. Um, a very good Indiana Pacers team. An Indiana Pacers team that was fifth in the East. Uh, they went to the total of 116-111. Uh, Trey Trey Young went off of 41 points, but the story in this game, of course, is uh, Vince Carter. Vince Carter is the guy who comes in, checks in. He plays uh, 18 minutes, and I would say they're 18 meaningful minutes, man. It's not like Vince is just hanging around. He's playing meaningful minutes, and he becomes the first player to play in four different decades, as we mentioned earlier. Make sure you go and check out that uh, interview as well on our YouTube page, but Troy Young goes off, man. 41 points. He got some help tonight. Kevin Herter chipped in with 26. And Alex Lynn, who in my opinion was probably the player of the game. Like, I know Trey went off, but that's what Trey always does. Alex Lynn has been playing superb basketball ever since they made that move for him coming to the bench. He's more comfortable. He's in his natural habitat. He played really well on both sides of the ball. 16 points. Nine rebounds. He had three blocks. He actually had about five blocks. We talked after the game, and I was like, yo, man, I think they shorted you on, like, two of your blocks, man. And he was like, yeah, you're right, (laughs) you know. Um, Good game for Alex on both sides of the ball. Um, I really like what I see out of Brandon Godwin. Uh, Goodwin, I'm sorry, Brandon Goodwin. Uh, He had another good, solid game. Talked to him a little bit after the game, so... Uh, Hawks have won two out of four. They've won two out of four. The record still isn't really that good. But, um, hey, man, small sample sizes, and, you know, you just <laughs> you have to take what you can get. And it's, it's always good to see them um, get the W. So um, just real quick, man, let's just run through the, the state of the Hawks right now. The Hawks do have the worst record in the league. <laughs> they do have the worst record in the league. For a number of reasons, um, they're eight and twenty-eight, and uh, yeah, so they're last in the East, of course. But the crazy thing about it is, I mean, they're still not that far off from that AC. The AC only has sixteen wins. They're only in the Magic. They're sixteen and twenty. Like they're below, <laughs> they're below five hundred. Uh, the seventh seed, Brooklyn Nets, sixteen and eighteen. They're below five hundred. So um, if you are one of those teams, if you're one of those people that think that the Hawks uh, could make the playoffs and you still, you know, hoping for playoffs, I mean, that's your that's your nugget of hope right there. I'm not going to get into all the details about where they are statistically. Uh, the main number is that they are eight and twenty eight. Uh, they've been snake bitten with the John Collins uh, suspension. They've had to deal with injuries. Uh, another note of emphasis last night, uh, they were without John Collins. They were without John Collins, Jabari Parker, and Cam Reddish. That is a big trio not to have. Furthermore, that's a big trio not to have, and you come out with a win. So um, kudos to the Hawks for getting it done last night. Um, all hands on deck. Everybody chipped in, did what they had to do. And uh, it was just good to see the guys come out victorious. So 116-111 for the Hawks. Uh, We're going to get into... um, So this is what the week looks like for the Hawks. So this is what the week looks like. And we'll get into this a little bit more in our first five and last five segment. uh, Segment in which we pick the games. But uh, they have a day off, which is going to be 
definitely needed after that back-to-back with the Celtics and the Pacers. They have a day off, and then they take on the Denver Nuggets on Monday, and then the Houston Rockets come in on Wednesday, have another day off, and then they go to Washington to take on the Wizards on Friday. So we're going to talk a little bit more in depth on those games uh, in our first five and last five segment. But um, Hawks made national news last week with some rumors about one Mr. Andre Drummond. So uh, we're going to get into a little bit of this Andre Drummond talk. But real quick, let's get into one of our sponsors and then we'll be right back. All right, we are back. Hawks Beat Podcast, episode number 10. Uh, last week, the Hawks made national news with one of the rumors that uh, a story that was broke by ESPN's uh, Roger Norowski, uh, and that was the talk of Andre Drummond. Uh, the Pistons are starting to do their due diligence in regards to the uh, the Detroit Pistons big man. And um, several, several schools of thought that are here. Um, of course, whenever news breaks like that, uh, <laughs> the Atlanta Hawks uh, Twitter always just reacts and just assumes that, oh, he's coming here. Um, and I just kind of want to pump the brakes and just talk about, you know, let's, let's examine the report for what it was or what it is. Um, the Pistons are just doing their due diligence, looking around to seeing what deals they could possibly get if they were to strip if they were to ship uh, Andre Drummond away. Um, Andre's in. uh, He's going to be a free agent after next season. The word on the street is that uh, if he does opt out, he could become, um, he he has a player option of 28 mil, I believe. And uh, word on the street is that he might opt out because there's a possibility that he can get more money if he were to opt out. So the Pistons are like, well, look, if we're going to lose them, we're not going to lose them and not get anything in return. So they're doing their due diligence ahead of time before um, they become high and dry. Um, Several things you need to understand from this report. If you are a Hawks fan, you need to understand um, this. First things, what does Detroit want? What does Detroit want in return? Uh, I've had several people reach out to me, several reporters come out uh, and, and ask me, you know, my thoughts on um, what do I think about the Drummond deal and this, that, and the other. And, and to be quite honest with you, it's really too early. It's really too early to even really uh, say what's going to go down, what's not going to go down, because there's just simply not enough information there. You know, I've I followed some of the Detroit Pistons uh, beat writers, and there's pretty much, there's not much to the story outside of they're just doing their due diligence, you know, so anything outside of that are really just guesses. Um, again, I would say the one of the questions that you have to ask yourself is what is it that Detroit wants? Um, do they want assets? Do they want expiring contracts? I imagine that they're going to want something because that's the whole point of trying to move them before he just walks. You want something in return. Is that in the form of contracts where you uh, are going to have more flexibility once these contracts fall off. Do you want some young players in return? Do you want draft picks? I'm not sure. I simply do not know. But again, this is just one of the questions that you have to know. Um, Another thing you have to ask yourself, what is it that the Hawks have to offer? 
if you are a Hawks fan, you have and you believe that Andre Drummond would be good for this team, and and I am one who thinks that he would be great for this team. You have to look at it from the standpoint of, uh, if you look at the, one of the things that Detroit wants, if they want assets, if they want draft picks, if they want expiring contracts, you have all of that. <laughs> I mean, you literally have all of that. You have uh, contracts to give away. Uh, you have. Uh, I mean, you got your your three guys at the top: uh, Alan Crabb, Chandler Parsons, Evan Turner. You can have one. You can have all three. All that money's falling off at the end of the year, you know, and that's value. You know, they might not be valuable as far as the players and what they can actually give to a team, but the contracts are valuable because after this year, no one's going to have to pay them. They have draft picks. They have a bevy of draft picks this year. I know they had the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, draft pick in addition to their first round draft pick so anytime you have more than one draft pick you have flexibility and that's what uh, I was about to say Arthur (laughs) that's what Travis has talked about all season long it's just the flexibility of having more draft picks and being this flexibility is what Travis is talking about in negotiations so the Hawks the Hawks do have all that to offer um also if the Hawks were to make a move and end up with Andre Drummond. They would indeed have his bird right. So what I mean by that is this. If the Hawks were to acquire Andre Drummond and he were to go into free agency as a Hawk, the Hawks would be able to offer him five years on a contract where everyone else would only be able to offer him four years. That's big. Now the question is, do the Hawks want him around for five years? What is Andre Drummond going to be a, be in five years? That's a question that Travis Link and all those guys would have to answer if they were to acquire uh, Mr. Drummond. So, um, and again, these are just scenarios, guys. I don't have the answers. I don't have like a special inside uh, <laughs> insider information to tell you that he's coming or this, that, and the other. Um, one thing that you also have to notice is one thing that you have to think of if you're on the Hawks side, you're going to have to give up something. However, if you do give up something, there's no guarantee that he is going to stay here, right? So that's that's the game that you got to play. What are you willing to give up to rent him for a season, you know? And if you rent him for a season, are you willing to give up something that you see is... Are you willing to give up something that if he walks at the end of the year and then, you know, you're left with, what are you left with? What did you give up with? So those things are very important. Those things are very, very important. So the Hawks have to be very careful on how they do this, right? Um, I, I trust Travis will make the right decision. Uh, I've been a big supporter of Travis. I, I, I admire the fact that he's been uh, so, you know, uh, honest with his, his thoughts and honest with his moves. Uh, and I think that he has pedigree. Travis knows what he's doing. So uh, the Hawks have, they have assets and stuff to move and to deal with. And we'll see, man. If Drummond were to come here, what would that look like? I look at it like this, man. You're last in the league in rebounding. And you you would get the the league's best rebounder, immediately that helps you. You know, uh, 
offensively, he's kind of uh, he's he's not really that versatile. He he's not a stretch five, but he can get you fifteen points a game. You know, he's never played with a all star type player, and I say all star, and <laughs> we'll get into that in the next segment. An all star type player like Trey Young. Uh, so that would be something of value, and I think that that would help his offensive game as well. Uh, his game is very similar to John Collins, I guess, without the without the, the ability to stretch. So, look, man, I'm not going to tell you all the ins and outs and all the negatives about him coming in. If he came here, it would be more positive than negative. That's all you need to know. If he came here, it would be more positive than negative. <laughs> Trust and believe. So... Uh, the German rumors are a big thing going on in Hawksland, and we will be uh, we'll, we'll stay close to the story as well. And when we hear some, when we hear stuff, we'll post it and uh, we'll, we'll put it out there as soon as we hear it. So uh, just make sure you're following us on all of our platforms, and we'll be sure to keep you guys in the loop. When we know, y'all will know. All right. Um, one more thing before we get into our next segment of first five and next five. Trey Young is uh, he is leading all guards in the East as far as All Star voting is concerned for the fans, and that's big, man. That's a big deal. Of course, um, All Star voting returns have kind of just came back recently, so um, there's still time for things to change. There's still time to get more votes out there. So if you if you want to see if you want to see Trey Young. Uh, get an all-star game, go to NBA.com and, and put your vote out there, <laughs> you know, put your vote out there and, uh, help you, help your guy get to, to get to the all-star game. The two guys behind him are, uh, Kyrie Irving and Kimball Walker, uh, both guys who are bonafide point guards, but, uh, Kyrie's been hurt a good amount of the year, but you know, all-star voting is for the fans, man. That means, so no matter if he's hurt or not, man, if that's what the fans want to see, man, that's what the fans want to see. You know, you can't get mad at people crying about who getting an all-star game, man. It's an exhibition game. It's fun. Like, I mean, it's no, it's, folks really get in their feelings when it comes to the all-star game. But it would be cool to see Trey Young get the start for the all-star game for the East. Uh, in my opinion, I think he's been one of the best point guards in the East this season. It would be well-deserved. Um, the formula that they have now, 50% of uh, how they decide starters Fifty uh, percent of that is uh, All Star voting. So if he gets, if he is the head, if he is the lead vote, that doesn't guarantee he's going to be the starter for the East. But it is a very good uh, indication that he will probably um, be a starter for the East. So it doesn't guarantee it, but it is a good sign for him to get the East. So if you want Trey to get up in there, at NBA.com. I think you can vote like once or twice a day or whatever, but. Uh, go ahead and shoot him a vote. I know I voted for him a couple times, you know, whenever I get some free time. So it'll be good for Trey. It'll be good for the city, man. He's good kids and playing uh, through a lot this year. So that'll be a good kind of uh, reward for everything that he's had to endure this season. So, um, yeah. So uh, what we're going to do is take another quick little break. Uh, we're going to uh, get into a segment called First Five and Next Five, and I'll explain that on the other side. You're listening to... Hugsby Podcast, episode number 10. All right, my friends, we've come to another end of the podcast. Thank you guys for checking us out here at the Hugsby Podcast. This has been episode number 10. I'm your host, E-Dub. Make sure you're following us on all of our social media platforms. We really appreciate you guys taking some time out of your schedule to rock with us, man. So, 
Um, connect with us on our social media platforms, and we will be updating you on everything Atlanta Hawks as soon as we get it. And uh, until then, man, we'll see you guys when we see you. Peace and love. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is our last segment of the day. Just a quick, fun segment, something that we call First Five and the Last Five. And what we do in this segment, we just take a look at the last five games for the Hawks and the next five games for the Hawks. We try to pick winners and losers. And uh, it's just something fun that we do, you know. And um, my record on the season from picking games is, let me see if I can pull it up. Let me see if I can pull it up. I am... Let me see. Da, da, da. Let me go through my show notes. I am 16 and 9 on the season. So I don't have the capability to play the audio from last season. I mean, last last podcast. So I believe it was podcast number eight is when I did the first five, last five, last. And the five games that I picked were uh, when the Hawks played the Knicks. When, and I'm sure we all remember that game <laughs> when the Hawks played the Knicks in New York, when they played the Jazz at home, when they played Brooklyn, when they played the Cavs and when they played the Bucks. Now, you can uh, go back and check my work on this, but I predicted out of those five games that the Hawks would win two of those games. And looking back, they did not win those two games. Uh, they did not win the the. <laughs> That I said they would win the Knicks game and they would win the Cavs game, and they lost both of them. As a matter of fact, they lost all five of those games. So said they would go two and three. So, however, I do get credit for the three games that I said they would lose. So my record for the week was three and two, which puts me on the season at nineteen and eleven. So I try to work it so that. I do the podcast every five games at least so that I can kind of update it. But sometimes uh, I, I miss games. I'm not able to do, you know, right at the five game mark. But uh, like I said, this is just something for fun, something for kind of giggles that we do. And uh, so I'm 19 and 11 on the season. And let's look at the upcoming five games for the Hawks. So they just had a back to back. They have one day off and then they had the Denver Nuggets coming into town on Monday. They have another day off. Then they have the Rockets coming down on Wednesday. Then you travel to D.C. on Friday. So three games in a week is a lot. Uh, you're playing some heavy hitters, man. You're playing some heavy hitters. You have the the Nuggets and the Rockets and the Wizards. And then that Sunday, you take on the Brooklyn Nets. And that Tuesday of next week, you take on the Phoenix Suns. So out of these five games, which ones do I see that the Hawks can win? Obviously, they can win all five games if they really play hard and they can win. But, you know, <laughs> that's I, I don't I, if I was putting my money on it, I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily do it like that. I think that they'll get the win over the Wizards in D.C. And I think they get the win over Phoenix uh, on next Tuesday. So I'm going to say they go two and three yet again. Uh, they get the wins over the Wizards. They get the wins over the Phoenix Suns and. What we'll do is next week, we will come back and examine those five games, see exactly how I've done, and see if I can't improve my record. So that is really quickly and really simply how we do the first five and the next five. And uh, that's about it. (laughs) 
like we always do about this time. I was gonna rip his heart out, I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and vicious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror, no, I'm Alexander, he's no Alexander. I'm the best ever, there's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston, I'm Jack Dempsey, there's no one like me. I'm from their claw, there's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous, my defense is impregnable, and I'm just ferocious, I want your heart, I wanna eat his children. Praise be to Allah. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.